Jewel and welcome back to a theater greater than film the green room the show where we watch a piece of pop culture very unprofessionally critique it and then pretend like we knew what was happening all along we didn't we don't we definitely do not and trust me every time we will have no idea what the f is going on uh before we get started allow me to welcome my wonderful partner in yes anding the wiccan to my speed that's a deep cut that's a deep cut that's a deep cut virginia gabby ah that's my witch laugh not very, very scary, but... Wait, do it, do it again. Do it. <laughs> oh, no, that was... It's It's cutting out because it's too witchy. It's too good. It's too witchy. Oh, thanks. Hello, everyone. <laughs> and today, we're wrapping up the amazing WandaVision series with the aptly titled series finale. Single tier, single tier, just like the vision. One single tier. As we complete this little WandaVision experiment show, like, thing, episodic story, movie craziness, uh, I do believe that that title tells us that there's not going to be any more specific WandaVision style episodes and the next time we see these two and we'll talk about it later but we might they might they're going to be in movies maybe they'll pop up in other people's television shows maybe they'll be like in the back of a TV somewhere like in a news report as we see some other characters walking through an airport or something like that or they'll just show up at your house they're just like <laughs> you know doing the rounds just going to people's houses knocking on doors and they're like hey well, and you're like man. Well, they were in New Jersey. I like that they got the the little New Jersey accent going. Where it's like, hey, walk in the door. Hey, what's up? Hey, I don't know if you see me. I am the Vision. This is my lady love, my wife. What the? Their, their accent should have gotten more Jersey as the like season went on. <laughs> yeah, like the little kids are like, ma, ma, did you bring home any uh, cinnamon toast crunch? I'm hungry as hell, ma. <laughs> Oh, anyway, so let's get into it because there's a still, even though this is just a one episode series finale, there's a ton to unpack, a lot of questions to be uh, left unanswered, a lot of thoughts, a lot of different feelings. So, Virginia, right into it. What are your first impressions of the WandaVision finale? Oh, Michael, um, I loved this show, but the finale was just so super superhero tropey, like origin story which i know they had to like wrap it up and do all the things um i don't know what i was expecting like i knew yeah. you know like but i was sort of like oh okay um and i also am just not invested again i never have been invested in anyone in this whole world um right yeah <laughs> so when when there's like the special things and they're like oh and you're like oh i guess this person will be in the next thing i'm like okay i'm gonna go have a <laughs> burrito <laughs> Yeah, so I agree with you fully. This episode kind of dives into superhero land a lot, bunch of lasers. 
There's witch lasers. There's, you know, fly. Everybody's flying all of a sudden. Everybody can fly. Uh, and it does turn into a little bit of that end of a Marvel movie trope, I guess, where it's just like one, you know, one big bad versus the other big bad. They kind of collide. In this case, you know, Vision's got their own literal version of their own like bad guy. And it, this this harkens back all the way to the first Iron Man when the bad guy was, uh, uh, was Obadiah Stane. And it was like the exact act like just like a bigger iron man you know and like it kind of we've aside from every now and then like the doctor strange movie and other movies it usually kind of devolves into who like a like a punch him up with the same kind of strength level uh which mm-hmm. is a little bit boring but i love that uh first off vision white vision and vision regular vision uh battle and then it ends into a theseus argument like like they're just like they yeah go, uh they go plato on him and just like kind of philosophize i kept calling them motorola vision and apple vision because <laughs> one was like white and one was like yeah you gave them like the, the different colors so it's like samsung versus <laughs> iphone yes it's like galaxy versus iphone <laughs> So do we, do we want the iPhone to win? No, right? No, and you know what? I don't think we do want the iPhone to win in real life. You're t- this is we're, real life. We're, we're talking real life right now, right? We want the iPhone to lose eventually. Yeah, I yeah, eventually I think Apple needs to be kicked down a notch so that they stop making things like $4,000. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one of the things I liked about this episode, though, this show, is it really ended up being about, like, grief and about loss and about loss of control. And it wasn't what I thought was going to happen and what we kind of did where Grand Wizard Kevin did not show up and, like, make this a bigger, you know, uh, yeah. real comic booky kind of way to, like, you know, bring in a new bad guy or something. This ultimately was a smaller story. It was ultimately, you know, real. It was Wanda all along, really. Not even Agatha. It was really Wanda all along. And, uh, you know, she, it, it ends up being just like at this internal struggle of grief and, and loss of control and loss of like, uh, you know, uh, the world that you were in and trying to find ways to make that world safe, but ending up hurting those people around you by doing so. And I like that. Totally. I think the emotions in this last episode, like the goodbyes and the like, just all of the emotions were spot on. I thought they were great. And I think that the level of grief and emotion in all this like stuff we're seeing um, Elizabeth Olsen have. Sorry, I forgot her name, her character name. That's um, okay. It's, it's only in the title of the show, but that's okay. <laughs> oh my God. You're right. <laughs> um, hey, by the way, let's do a quick recap just so everybody knows how much are you into the marvel universe just in case there's new listeners today i watch all the movies and immediately forget everything about them after i've seen them like you watch i don't really the- watch anything twice Gal- guardians of the galaxy i've watched multiple times oh god i love that um <laughs> Yeah, and I think last time I said if I didn't date kind of nerdy men, I would never have really seen any of these. Yeah, or now if you didn't, like, weren't forced to do podcasts by me (laughs) all the time, you wouldn't watch them either. Uh, All right, sorry, go go back to, so Elizabeth Olsen, which is now her canonical name as far as I'm concerned. It's not Olsen Vision. Olsen Vision. Um, 
<laughs> and then the, the evil witch is her two twin sisters we never speak of. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that the show, because of the emotional depth that it goes into, it needed to be a series and it couldn't have been a one-off movie because I think they needed each episode to build on the previous And with a movie, you know, you've got your like story arc and we have a little bit of an arc, but we had more in each episode as well. So I think we were really like, oh, the grief, because we've, you know, for seven episodes, we've been watching her be sad and breaking down and getting worse and worse. Yeah, I totally agree. But even with that said, why nine episodes? Why not 10? Why not 11? Like, I feel like this. this Why not two? Why not two? I felt like this this episode was rushed. You know, it felt, I don't know. We'll talk about this because I have a whole list of like the unanswered questions, but it felt like they threw so much at us through eight shows, through eight episodes, and uh, they then kind of eschewed all of that and just started and finished on the important stuff, which is the the sort of resolution of this, this grief, this loss, and, you know, I guess Wanda becoming the Scarlet Witch, which will be extremely important to later on because basically she's now like transcended into some super saiyan level uh cosmic person and so that was cool but i i like if you look at the list and we'll talk about it in a second of things that i still don't know what the heck are going on it feels like you could have done 12 episodes like why did we you know why did we do all of this and then just stop it here i don't know yeah when when the episode started it was kind of weird because it felt like we were starting in the middle of an episode like they were like mid fight and I was like that was kind of weird like I don't know I feel like the earlier episodes I know they were like episodic because they were like framing with the mm-hmm. TV show thing but I was like oh we just did a part one and a part two all of a sudden <laughs> In these last two exactly episodes right. yeah. and then just threw a bunch of stuff in. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That's a good point. Um, all right. So a couple questions for you. How sad are you that there is no Grand Wizard Kevin to in, to like wrap up the story? Um, I'm sad there's no Kevin. Um, <laughs> you know, I was really looking forward to just like a dude wearing a polo shirt coming in <laughs> and being like, I'm the Grand Wizard. I watch a lot of what we do in the shadows, and I feel like maybe he would have been the like energy sucking vampires type type Ooh. guy. Well, I guess we got that with Agatha a little bit because that's definitely her vibe. She's the yeah. Energy I do have witch. a question for you. Yeah. What? Because this kind of so okay, we've got witches. We got, we've got like androidy things yeah. in this world, and we have warlocks. What world is it? Are we in? By the way, just so we're clear, the MCU world. Okay. Okay. So are there also so like werewolves and zombies and vampires and like yeah. are all the things in this world like yes that ex- everything so the great wow what a great question love this question uh so the book the dark hold in the comics actually is the the tome that creates vampires so i and i think this is no secret to anybody who's a big nerd the dark hold is going to come in really important when we bring blade back into the mcu played by mahershala Blade is in the MCU. Just announced recently. Uh, so Mahershala I thought that Ali, was its own movie Well, situation. yeah, so back in the day that was, but they're coming out with uh. a new one with a new <laughs> Blade. So no more Wesley Snipes. We got Mahershala Ali, whom I love, and he's he's going to be Blade. And I have no doubts about the fact that this dark hole, this book, is going to be like a key factor to the sort of like a r- rising of these vampires that Blade's going to take down. There are zombies. Zombies too, and we kind of 
kind of saw zombies a little bit in the flashback where the witches start reawakening and coming back after Wanda in that like little bit of a flashback scene that she does with Agatha in this last episode. And there actually is like a whole comic series where zombies are like take over the world. And and this is so much deep cut stuff. They're making a what if series for um, Disney Plus and it's all animated. And one of those episodes is what if uh, Captain America was a zombie? Ah. This is too much. It's too much stuff for one organization. (laughs) What do you mean? Shouldn't other people get some stuff? Why are you so exasperated about this? Oh, it's Uh, just so much to follow and care about. There is so much. Uh, So to answer your question, yes, we we got vampires. We got werewolves. We got uh, uh, zombies galore. It's going to be awesome. Next year is going to be freaking wild. It's You're right, though. There's not going to be any other content but Disney content. They're just going to start making all other movies. They're like, well, <laughs> like, we don't need it. other vampire movies. We've got Blade. They oh, well, it. we don't need other werewolf movies or zombie movies. So screw The Walking Dead, which probably should have died a long time yes. ago. Nailed it. Um, nice pun. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I just think, uh, Disney does it again, takes over. Speaking of does it again, what do we think about Katherine Hahn's performance in this episode? Because I mean, I'm just in love with this person. The more and more I see her. She is a fantastic and charismatic (laughs) actor. I like her a lot. Um, I like that this has been. (laughs) What the fuck was that? That was so great. Like it can't stop. <laughs> that's how much I like Catherine Hahn. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I can't I can't speak normally because she was so good. She's really good. I love first off, you know me. We've talked about this in our other podcast, our regularly scheduled podcast, Theater Greater Than Film. Uh plug, 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 plug. Please subscribe and check us out there. But I love the twirly mustache bad guy, right? We I like a good twirly mustache. And we got you two do. of those. We got two of those in this episode because we've got Catherine Hahn being like just d- damn near wicked witch of the West, like like <laughs> like her hands are twitching and all that. And we got Mm -hmm. Hayward, who's just straight up a dick. Director, douchebag, shoots at children. That is a no-no. Yeah. I actually have a note that says, Catherine Hahn, fuck, with seven Fs, (laughs) or seven uh, U's. I mean, that's like, I really literally couldn't form. How many K's or C's did you have in there? Just Oh, just one. Oh, just the normal amount? (laughs) It was just fuck. Uh... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, because amazing. And then even at the end, when she becomes like, I guess, uh, Agnes again, because Wanda's mm-hmm. like kind of like. switch. Yeah, but that switch of like into like creepy, uh, dreamy, like uh, suburban lady was so good too. All of it. Just so great. Oh, and I don't know if this, because you were just calling her, she was doing this like wicked witch thing. In the opening, there was this car that came flying in and then they like went inside and kind of looked and there were these like two boots and inside the car definitely an Oz reference it was totally an Oz reference and absolutely that is a reference I would know there is a meme that you fit into in the Wanda in the MCU where Captain America if you at whatever you get a, a joke or anything you post this meme of Captain America saying I understood that reference and you just understood that reference for the first time ever congratulations everybody everybody clap 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 clap, clap, clap. there is a Thank few you. there's a few Oz references actually 
actually throughout, uh, even on the, the movie theater billboard, when it's like changing, uh, you see Oz the Great and Powerful, which is the like remake that they did, uh, you know, five years ago or something like that, uh, which for the nerds also was directed by Sam Raimi, who did like the original Spider-Man movie and stuff, but also is directing Doctor Strange uh, Multiverse of Madness, which will have Wanda in it. So the, the, the amount of meta in this show is like insane. I don't think it'll be, I don't think we can ever have this much like in universe like winking at the camera lit, both literally and figuratively as much as in this show. I like that. It's I I appreciate it not all being Marvel winks because yeah. I don't get most of those. I'm like, "Oh, I don't know like they were like, Jimmy Woo did this sleight of hand thing that he was practicing in the Ant-Man movie and I was like, "Cool." <laughs> like <laughs> That passed me by. Um. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to throw out a couple of references or like fun facts. You tell me what you think. First off, I love this trope. This is more of a trope than anything else. But if you watch, if you're a big Star Trek fan, if you're a big Futurama fan, you know that the way to defeat robots is almost always via a paradox. So uh, in Futurama, there's episodes where robots get defeated by creating a robot, like a, a question, asking them a question that's a paradox that they can't answer and they explode. Uh, same thing happens in like the old Star Trek stuff. So they do that in this show where Vision and Vision, Vision, <laughs> Vision gets stopped via a, a a Theseus paradox. I thought that was awesome. I thought that was super funny and amazing. Uh, I don't know. What did you think? You the, didn't think about nothing. It didn't think about it. But you bring up. Um, Futurama and I really like when Fry pretends to be a robot and he's peeing on the side of a building and they're like <laughs> he's like I'm leaking oil yeah that was fun that was a great episode that's one of my favorite episodes uh and he uh gets locked up because he's a robot and he doesn't know what he's doing yeah I love yeah. that and he doesn't want to feel it's really about feelings again oh everything's about, about feelings emotions, guys it's all about emotions um I didn't catch the paradox thing I was sort of like oh the apple and the Samsung are fighting. Oh, <laughs> did you? That was the best reference you could. The Apple and the Samsung. Uh, did you like Jimmy Woo's callback to when he, uh, he, again, he has all that little sleight of hand magic stuff? He picks the lock uh, on his cuffs and then he says, Flourish, which is what uh, wish, uh, regular Vision says in like episode two when he's a drunken magician. Oh, see, this is what's hard for me. <laughs> I watched episode two, but why would I remember one word that Vision said? Well, he says it a bunch throughout the episode. To be fair, like oh, that is I did, I did make the note. Oh no, they cuffed Jimmy, Choo, Jimmy Choo, Jimmy Woo, and threw him in a barn. <laughs> <laughs> So your note is just uh, a factual retelling of what mm -hmm. exactly happened. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, oh no, uh, Vision is here. <laughs> Vision is walking up to Wanda. I would love to see the, all the notes just like <laughs> verbatim, just talking about what happened. Yeah, um, that is pretty, that's a little bit. Are you reading um, all your notes now and saying, oh damn it, I just yeah. read exactly what was happening. Oh shit, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, this is the ultimate reveal. Or I did sometimes write how I felt. Like I said, oh shit, everyone's brains. What does, what did what I What does mean? that even mean? <laughs> everyone's brains. What? <laughs> oh, I think it was when like they all came out of their little like haze. 
And then they were like, whoo, shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, all right. You know what? Let's talk about that because I did want to get into this a little bit. Aside from some of the, the many unanswered questions, one of the things I thought was interesting and kind of left a little bit flat, one, Wanda's the bad guy, right? Let's, let's just keep it real. Wanda captures these people, uh, mind controls them, forces them to experience her pain, her bad dreams, her sadness, her grief, and like, blo- like locks kids up in fucking closets somewhere and only allow like <laughs> literally kidnaps people kidnaps children and keeps them away from their parents their relatives their loved ones right right so she's a bad that's bad that's a bad person period yeah and she was yeah she was like like when all that was happening and like dotty came out of her little like haze and was like i just want to see my kid can he come here and like be with me so i can hug him and like, because it was about a kid, Wanda's got this like mom brain. Yeah. She's like, oh, fuck. Like but for a second, she's like, nah, bitch, I'm not doing this. This isn't right. She's still like, no, like stop being so needy, Dottie. Right. You I need. didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't me. And, I, and you know, so I thought that they left that a little bit flat at the end of the episode where she just like kind of walks through the town and Monica gives her like a one sentence like, it's cool. Like, if it was me, I would have done it too. No worries. And she just right. like, she's like, okh, cool. you imprisoned a whole town, a whole town, the entire town imprisoned. What? And anyway, so she bad. We know that. And she's not, she's not bad like Michael Jackson bad, where it was cool. Or like, you know, Janet Jackson bad, which is even cooler. She just, she's just bad. Yeah, she bad and sad. But is she as bad as director douchebag or Agatha? Well, so part of me was like, I don't think Agatha's all that bad. She read a book, it seemed, that said that Scarlett Johansson, no, Scarlett Witch... <laughs> There are so many names. There is um, so much. So she was like, Scarlet Witch, you have this power to be like the baddest bitch. Um, and you're going to use it for bad and be this evil person. That's what I, my takeaway was. And she was like, nuh-uh. And then Agatha's like, it's in this book that has no words in it. Because then they kept closing up book. on the book. <laughs> it's just pictures. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but witches are a little bit slow sometimes. And they, they, they don't words too much sometimes. Just a little bit. They pictures. don't words. <laughs> <laughs> they don't words too much words too much <laughs> um so part of me at first was like oh i don't know i kind of agree with purple witch like <laughs> if you are if you are this sad and grieving this bad and you've already imprisoned an entire town and like made a second vision or a third vibrator vision whatever oh my god maybe you shouldn't have all these powers lady <laughs> I, right? Like, and that's kind of what she says right at the end. I think, you know, when, when, uh, guys go watch this episode. If you haven't seen this episode and you're, you're watching, you're, uh, listening to this podcast, I don't know what you're doing with your life. Uh, the order just seems really wrong. But, uh, at the end, they have the little witch battle, which is, you know, they're flying around and, uh, uh basically Agatha soaks up all of, um, Elizabeth Olsen's powers and she becomes like a little withered version of herself and but wait there was a trick and you know she kind of reverses it on Agatha and then she gets all of Agatha's power and all of her own and she becomes the Scarlet Witch like it's like she kind of like full blooms into the the Scarlet Witch butterfly Catherine Hahn says you don't know what you've done you've unleashed something and we'll find out what that is because obviously Wanda is not good like we know that there's like Wanda's Wanda's like 
what's the 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 scale? Not the INFTJ one, but the one where it's like chaotic good and Oh yeah. I don't know what that's called, but I know what it you is. You know what I mean? She's yes. definitely in the chaotic side somewhere. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if she's chaotic bad, chaotic good, chaotic neutral. I don't think she's neutral. neutral. No <laughs> way she's not neutral. She is full on Right. I, Go ahead. As I was going to say, even when um, she was like, oh, hand action, hand action, Catherine Hahn, now you're, <laughs> you're out, Agnes. Just so you know, audience out there, <laughs> Virginia's hand action was most definitely her cupping two sets of like maybe like hangy boobs or like <laughs> something, <laughs> something that would be droopy. And like, she's, like her hand action was like, it's like weighing two peaches like at a, at a supermarket. <laughs> We'll call it two peaches. That's what we'll say. Um, but when she, when um, Wanda. <laughs> the names. The, the names. The names are so I, and it's the same person every time. <laughs> so she's like, you're going to get stuck in this world, Miss Purple Witch. Even that's really mean. Like she's right. like. She like made him a slave or something like a, you know, trapped but, in this but, town. Yeah. And I, so I was like, dang, like, yeah, maybe she is going to get it up to no good. Wanda, don't mess around, y'all. You don't. First off, don't fuck with the witch's family because she'll come for you. Uh, uh, she's uh, all about the family. She's all, she's like, it's like Fast and the Furious with her. She's all about the family. Vin Diesel, <laughs> it, it goes Vin Diesel, uh, Paul Walker, Elizabeth Olsen, as far as the hierarchy of family, about people who care about family. Uh, rest in peace. We all miss Paul Walker. We talked about Paul Walker last night. We miss him. Okay. Um, all right. You ready to talk about unanswered questions? By the way, just so everybody knows, if you care about the plot of this episode and you haven't watched it, again, I don't understand why, Wanda eventually wins, beats Agatha, traps Agatha as like a like smiley suburban like lady in Westview. All of the people in Westview get released from their trances, hate, they absolutely hate Wanda, and Wanda flies off, and we don't know where she flies off to until a post-credit scene, which we will talk about in a second. But, um, and then, you know, like, everybody kind of has a wrap-up moment, kind of like a bad sitcom, where everybody has, like, the one or two lines that s shows their current status. You see that the director douchebag's arrested. You see that uh, Jimmy Woo and Monica have a budding friendship or, relate like, work-type relationship going on. I don't think there's a romantic relationship there, but a, uh, it definitely a respect among colleagues, uh, capable colleagues. And then credits, right? Oh, I'm sorry, not credits. The most important thing happens. Wanda and Vision get their uh, official goodbye, I think. Yeah. And they, it's a very beautiful, tender moment. They go back to the house. They put the kids in bed, allow those kids to not know what's happening while they get fucking phased into nothing, which is totally not cool. Again, Wanda, but fine. And... They have a really good moment. I do like this. It's kind of like a, a really good interpersonal like relationship moment right at the end, right before the hex mm -hmm. gets dissipated and the vision disappears. The vision that we've known and loved for all of seven episodes and maybe a half movie if you actually cared about Age of Ultron. <laughs> It was quite sweet. And I'm glad she got to have that moment and have like, you know, I think saying goodbye is oftentimes a part of grief that sometimes you don't get, you know, like if someone dies 
unexpectedly, the big thing is like, I didn't even get to say goodbye. Right. Um, yeah. And, you know, Wanda deserved to have a little bit of closure in some way. Yeah. So, so. That, what's the, the levels of grief, stages of grief where she got her yeah. acceptance moment? Like now she can move on from the loss of her brother, loss of her family, loss of uh, uh, her lover, uh, her just super well endowed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sentient vibrator now that can disappear and she can go off and do her own thing uh yeah. and she she can go eat love and pray uh up in the, <laughs> up in the mountains oh we're gonna watch wanda go go to india <laughs> i like the way you said you're like oh we're gonna watch wanda <laughs> like, like i'm so she's sorry. gonna go to india and she's gonna get a bindi and then next she's gonna go off and she's gonna go to like um South Africa. Yeah, doesn't she go to Africa? And... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's just going to travel the world and find herself. And that's really what's important. And love uh, herself. Love herself. No, no, no synth- synthetic man's going to bring her down anymore, okay? She's going to find the real thing and she'll be like, oh, oh. this is an interesting turn. <laughs> oh, my I God. Could go yeah. for this. If you think about it, as far as we know, Wanda's only gotten uh, like Synthesoid D her whole right? life. And maybe that's great. Maybe that's like nobody can follow that, you know? And did, did the people who created and or build Vision make him anatomically correct? So the people who made him are Tony and Ultron. They did Tony not- seems like the kind of guy who would uh, be like... <laughs> Let's let's well endow this one. Well, it's Eddie's son of mine, am I right? Like he's gonna have a garul down there. Uh, <laughs> uh, but he could create like his like when he creates his clothes and all that stuff. So I feel like he could create all of it. You know what I'm saying? And he could make it so that it's just right too. Like well, it could be like, oh, is that too much? Too big? Too little? Too you know? He could kind of like he could work to find that sweet spot. He seems like a very giving lover, is what I'm saying. <laughs> If I'm honest, I feel like he's a very like sharing person in the bedroom, and I appreciate that from Vision. Vision, yeah. Vision, on the other hand, not so much. What an, like that guy feels like a a, a drunk frat boy trying to <laughs> just <laughs> try to get it up in the bathroom before <laughs> before the girl falls asleep. Oh my goodness. Uh, anyway, <sighs> let's talk about unanswered questions. First and foremost, talking about Vision. Where is Vision? Where do you think he goes? Because after their little political, uh, philosophical uh, uh, breakdown, he just disappears. As did my attention span when they did that. <laughs> really? So you were like, this is stupid? <laughs> Well, it's just that I wrote this down because I was like, this is important. When you start to get into like the talking about the lore and the stuff and the science, I don't care. Like, (laughs) I just don't care. Um, When they're like, oh, and the something orb did the something something with the something Google goggle. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't care. I don't, I will be honest with you. I don't think that the word orb was used one time in these nine episodes. (laughs) <laughs> probably not i don't know <laughs> all right well 
here's another question for you. If you recall in the last episode, there was a letter on the seat that brought the, the well, the deed to the house that brought Wanda to that house. Do we know? Maybe I missed this, but do we know who planted that letter in her car? No, I don't think we ever found out. All right. I don't know. Guys in the audience, guys, yeah, tell, it tell was us, let us know. On the seat. Yeah. It, it was, was just like, like, like gently placed in the middle of the seat. No questions asked about it as if she had always had it there in the, in the passenger seat the whole time. Maybe she did. I don't know. Maybe okay. the orb did it. The orb that no one will talk about. <laughs> it's like the orb is like an awkward memory that they had from like ninth grade that they're like, no, we're not bringing that up. We're not we're not talking about the orb. Uh, question for you. Who really is Ralph? Like, are we I know it's Ralph, and it, but are we really OK with it just being a boner joke? Like, <laughs> um. This Ralph one hurt is, me. This one hurt me a little bit. I don't know. Ralph is from Central Casting, but I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true. Um, he had the great. I don't know. Show. Is he supposed to be more than just like Agatha's little like actor friend? So I think the 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 sort of idea is that, she, and this was poorly explained. I think it wasn't clear enough. But he, Agatha shows up when she starts feeling all this hex magic and goes to Ralph's house and takes over Ralph's house. Because if you look, she's mm-hmm. he's got like a utility bill or something that says like Ralph Boner on it. So I guess Ralph lived there. And Ralph, right. like, did, that was really Ralph's house. This Ralph person is a real person. But it just felt, I don't know, like why bring in a guy from a, aside from pissing off the nerds, and the red herring thing, like why bring in a guy who literally plays Quicksilver in a different, you know, movie universe? Yeah. When you're about to do the multiverse. Sorry, what were you gonna say? Also, they so the way he like gets un 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 under her spell. I don't know, unspelled. Mm-hmm. Um, was he? She had, he had these like purple beads on his neck. Yeah. And they like pop off, and I'm like, ooh, nice purple necklace. Why wasn't she using this purple necklace amongst more people or getting more people on her side so she could have like a little army of like purple necklace people and they'd all been, or like she could have purple necklace Wanda. She wants a classic PNP situation, little purple necklace people situation. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's just just used too much in movies. You know, there's (laughs) too many times. It seemed like it elevated um, Agatha's powers and but also like, oh, he was under her spell so then there must be something else but i guess not because he's just wearing some purple pearls um he's just, he's just ralph boner he's just a, so he's just i don't a neighbor know boner. uh okay another question for you Another one that I feel is unanswered. Who is the missing person that brought both Monica and, uh, but even more so, Monica, it makes sense because director douchebag kind of like weaseled her over there. But why is Jimmy Woo there? Why was Jimmy Woo there in the first place? Because he shows up and he's like, hey, I'm here looking for a missing person. And then he found out this sort of. Yeah, because isn't he supposed to be in San Francisco and wouldn't that be his jurisdiction? Yeah, exactly. What's his jurisdiction? That's the big question, Jimmy. What are you really up to? You fucking sleight of hand. You fucking breaking out of handcuffs. You're stealing people's cell phones. Who are you really, Jimmy Woo? Who are you? (laughs) Join us next week for our new series, Theater Greater Than Film, Who Are You? In which we do a Um, deep deep dive into figuring out who Jimmy Woo really is. Do you think he's got something more going on or is he really just this like side character that's a bridge to the people world 
I think I think ultimately that's what he is because that's really kind of what he is in Ant-Man. He's sort of like comic relief-ish in the sense that like he, he obviously Jimmy Woo is is super capable as we keep saying. He, he should be called Capable Woo because he's, you know, smart. He's and at the end of the thing, he's barking orders. So it's not to say that he's like a bumbling idiot, but he kind of is always like, this world is weird, right? Like, and, he, and it kind of allows mm-hmm. us, the audience, to be like, yeah, this world's weird because it's a comic book. Yeah. Uh, so I agree with that, but it kind of still feels like, again, they had the opportunity to have more episodes and they felt like they just, they wanted to wrap everything up so much that they didn't give us. I think that's a pretty important answer. Like who's the missing person? Why is Jimmy Woo there in the first place? It's not like it's, you know, a throwaway thing to say that I'm here for a missing person's case. Um, I don't know. And I just happened to stumble upon your armored vehicles and your yeah, like, like this tents. magical, like freaking hex world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another question for you. Where's Darcy? Did they, did they, they did Darcy dirty in this last episode, in my opinion. They did. She was one of my faves. And, yeah. and was she not available for this shoot? Because they were just like, maybe she doesn't like all this shit. Or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're just like, yeah. She, she thinks like debriefs are for losers or something. It's like, yeah. Like fuck paperwork. Throwaway. Yeah. It was such a bad throwaway for Darcy, who I thought again was super fun and made me, you know, like was the audience analog and was great. I loved it. And they kind of just threw her away at the end. Uh, Last question for you before we start talking about a new segment. What's up with the stork? What's up with the bunny? What the fuck? Those are those are all my unanswered questions. Why was there a, a purple stork that kept appearing out of nowhere and disappearing? What's up with Senior Scratchy? I needed more from Senior Scratchy. Maybe Senior Scratchy is going to turn into Bunnicula. Do you remember that? A bunny that's also like a Dracula? Um, maybe he's because you said there's vampires and shit in this world, so maybe he's um doing that and he's gonna get his own movie. You think he, oh my god, so he's getting the full senior scratchy, the, the bunny that was in three episodes, is yeah, Bunnicula called Bunnicula. Uh, and uh, and uh, R.L. Stein will write it. Ooh, <laughs> that's a deep cut too. If you guys remember Goosebumps out there, let us know. Uh, I loved Goosebumps. I got that. You remember the Scholastic Sco- uh, subscription thing? What was it? Scholastic book like book that? orders? Yeah, and you get was- that little thin piece of paper and you like marked all the books you wanted. I would get every new Goosebumps every month. Oh, I love that stuff. Mm. Mm. I was all about the Sweet Valley High and uh, Babysitter's Club. (laughs) Of course you were. Those are my jam. Of course you were. We couldn't have been more exactly what you would have pictured a 90s team (laughs) to be. (laughs) Right? Like we and we were very like gender normative. Yes, yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm a dude, you're a girl. <laughs> I like what like I like X-Men. And like I'm the, like, I like pink things and romance. <laughs> and romance. Oh god, we were some basic bitches back in the nineties. <laughs> ah, but you know what? You know who aren't basic bitches? We're talking new segment. Here we go. Our list, the most powerful non-basic witches <laughs> in pop culture. So uh, I'm gonna go first, and I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the number one off the list real quick. You can't you gotta have to find a number two because we all know it's the Wicked Witch, right? Like that's number one with the bullet. It's Dorothy's nemesis. It's the person who hates showers. It's the Wicked Witch of the West, Duh. right? 
She also has like a monkey army and she's managed to get little vests and hats on monkeys. Now that's, that's some witchcraft. Damn, I didn't even think about that. That is some witchcraft. That's some Scarlet Witch level witchcraft. Yeah. Um. Okay. I don't know if she's a witch, but Ursula. Ooh, Ursula is kick ass. Because yes. she's like drag queen, witch lady, octopus. You know what? I like that because that is very, she is very drag queeny, and she like I've seen many a drag queen come through as Ursula, and it's sexy every time. There's something about Ursula. It's 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 like a little visceral. It's a little little dangerous. I don't know. She was modeled after someone. I want to say it was like Divine or, or someone like that. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. All right. So that's why there's that. All right, here we go. I don't know. I feel like I feel like this person is probably a badass. Witch which but doesn't get their due. So I'm going to throw it in the in the mix. I'm going Hermione. I, I don't know enough Harry Potter stuff, but every time I've seen something in Harry Potter, she comes through with all the witch knowledge that nobody else does. She's like your your Ivy League witch. She's your like book learning witch. See, I like this this game too because I'm getting real turned on. I'm thinking about all <laughs> all my sexy archetypes of different types of witches and I'm loving it. That is so funny because I have down, I literally have ask Michael, are witches sexy or lame? <laughs> uh okay. This is a, this is a, this is a tough one. Samantha Stevens from Bewitched sexy i mean i'm talking you know i i would do i would have done anything to be witched by that person but then you got like maggie smith in harry potter and she's like old lady witch and so no that's not sexy right yeah because another non-sexy witch is the roll doll movie the witches yes. which had angelica houston mm-hmm. in it and then they get all ugly but then you've also got like Sabrina the Teenage Witch or the newer Sabrina where they're all like real sexy. They're like on the level of like vampires. They're all like, ooh, I wear schoolgirl outfits and I'm Okay, so I, I do know magic. That. Tell me, mm-hmm. tell me more and slower about <laughs> and with a deeper voice about <laughs> Sabrina. <laughs> Did you watch Sabrina the Teenage Witch when watched, it was on like TGIF? Yeah, I watched the one, was it like Blossom? Like uh, <laughs> Wasn't it, it was, Blossom? No. Oh, it, it was, was something not. else. What was her it name? It was um, Melissa Joan Hart. Melissa Clarissa Joan explains Hart. it all, yes. girl. That's um, right. So that one was kind of kitschy and sunny and like, you know, childish. But the new Sabrina is very dark and there's warlord, not warlords, warlocks. <laughs> warlords yeah. as arms trades. Go on. Again, talk slower um, <laughs> and deeper. <laughs> But it, you know, they they go to like witchy school, but it's not like it's not like um, Harry Potter where it's like, oh, we're British and we wear our little ties. They're like, we wear black eyeliner and red lipstick. Oh, so it's like high stockings. It's like the craft. It's like it's hella crafty because you threw that one out. And that's like my favorite witch pull. I completely forgot about craft. The what was the main bad one in that one? Who was who is the I was, never know that that girl's name, but she was in so many things in the 90s because she felt like uh, I'm sorry, this is going to sound so bad now that I'm thinking about it. But now in my memory, she felt like like a walking venereal disease. Like if you were to do because she's like wet a little bit and she's just like always like like her eyes and her mouth are always like, ah, I don't know. I don't know. The thing is, 
I know exactly what you mean because it's a little bit like Christina Aguilera like had that moment when it was like she's just wet all the time and seems like dirty and just yeah yeah it's like like, why are you so like what I want to do this like I'm dead I like to get I like to take chances but what like what's the risk level in us about to like you know hook up is it is it are we talking something I could take a pill and it'll go away in a couple of weeks or are we talking lifelong? I don't know with uh, uh, whatever the craft lady is or Christina Aguilar. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know why you got brought into this. I love you, Christina. Oh, I think Christina's great and she's done very well for herself. So I think she and I think she knows what she, she was doing what at about. that time. Um, another one that I think is like kind of on the Hermione level in terms of like the book learning Willow from Buffy. Ah, yes, that's a good one. I would say that's like top five for me. I liked Buffy. Buffy was a fun show. That was right in my 90s pocket of childhoodness uh, where I was still in like ninth or 10th grade and I did like Buffy and Willow. So yeah, I like that. My last one, I'm going for this the most powerful witch of them all. The queen of all witches, Miss RuPaul. <laughs> I don't know why, but I feel like RuPaul is the best witch of all of them. She's got the swag. She's got the look. She can change outfits in a blink. She drives Mike Pence crazy. Uh, that feels like, that feels like a, a witch That's a good witchy power. Yeah. <laughs> Who you got? Who's your last one? My last one is uh, Morticia Adams. I think she's a witch. Is she a witch? I like that. I don't even know if she I is, think she but does. I think so. I think she can do some spelly things. I never really knew if the Adams families were actually like ghouls or just people who liked just goth like morbid, shit. Yeah, uh, morbid <laughs> people or actually have powers. That is such a good point. I'm going to say she has the power to drive Gomez absolutely crazy. So <laughs> I'm calling her a witch. I like that. Uh, you tell us out there who you think are some other big witches. I had another one. It was just uh, any college girl on Halloween night. <laughs> Or 40% of them just wearing sexy witches' outfits. They're like, this corset means I'm a witch. I am a witch because I have these three black, like, I have like a bra, a lacy bra that I'm going to wear outdoors. Yeah. We forgot Hocus Pocus sisters. Oh, my gosh. Oh, They're yeah. witches. They're super witches. That's got to be t- high on the list, too. Yeah. Ben you know, Midler, witches really sure. have, uh, they've, they're really in the zeitgeist. I don't think I used that word right. <laughs> What was it? Say it again. Zeitgeist? I'm going to look it up. Zeitgeist? So, uh, you th- <laughs> can you say that word one more time? No, you won't say it for me one last time. Oh, Zeitgeist is a concept from 18th to 19th century German philosophy, meaning spirit of the age. All right. They're really of the age. They are, they are is- the zeitgeist, yeah. You say zeitgeist, though. You know what? I don't have good book learning, so shut up. <laughs> Uh, I like that the uh, there's a friend of ours, uh, mine that I that always says Reese's Pieces, and there is no point in time in which I can't call that person a serial killer every time he says <laughs> Reese's Pieces. Also, so, like now I see that it has an it's Z E I T, um, and I would pronounce it that the correct way, but when you're pulling it from the like dark deep, deep caves deep of a. <laughs> brain that's been drinking since she was 18 yeah. like it's 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 I'm hard to find the letters guys. i'm happy with Zy guys don't get me wrong 
All right, we're wrapping it up. We're closing up the witch bag. We're done with that. Get your brooms out of here. That is the definitive list of top witches of all time. Definitive. Don't tell us that it isn't. Don't fuck it. Don't bring up some. Don't. Oh, later on. Oh, but what about um? What about the witches of Eastwick? Yeah, they're hot, but that's that wasn't on the list. Charmed. What about Charmed? Get out of here. No, we Get weren't watching it. We were too busy with Buffy. We're busy with Buffy. Get the. Fuck out of here. Never charmed. Who is the who the hell is in charmed? Shannon Doherty. Oh my god. Go back to Beverly Hills, am I right? Shannon or Melrose Place. One of those two. This is me angrily typing in the comment section, by the way. <laughs> With a New Jersey accent. Uh all right, couple last things. We're gonna talk post-credits. What did you think of the post-credit scenes? Did you see the post-credit scenes? Because you tend to not watch those things. Well, the good thing about watching things on the Disney is like, I was like, oh, there's nine minutes of credits. Obviously, that's not true. Yeah, um, it's got to be something, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, I did watch them. And I have to say, I don't really understand what happened. Okay. So first one is uh, Monica and Jimmy Woo kind of have a little little final moment, right? They say, oh, uh, like, hey. Hey, see you later. You've done really good stuff. You're good, hardworking. You're a good, hardworking uh, Jimmy Woo. You're a real hardworking guy. And and Monica says, I'm going to go and fucking become a superhero. And she goes into the movie theater, which is cool because I think the movie theater was sort of a central piece of this, like kind of, we see the movie theater a bunch throughout, like the Halloween episode, all this stuff. You always kind of go back to that billboard. Um, and... We see a scroll. We see a shapeshifter. We've got our first uh, non-Captain Marvel example of a shapeshifter, I think. Oh, no, no. He was also, they were also in Far From Home. But it was pretty cool. So we saw the 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 start of the scrolls. And then they, and then she says, hey, there's a guy up there who wants to see you. And they're talking about Nick Fury. So we're going to see Sam Jackson. And I think Monica in uh, Captain Marvel 2, uh, Electric Marvel Boogaloo. See, when that scene happened, I thought, oh no, they're going into a theater. Gremlins? Theater gremlins like theaters. Um, <laughs> and they, she, the scroll does kind of look like a gremlin a little bit. Yeah, that thing, I did not know who that was or what that was a reference to. And when she was like, the big man wants to talk to you, I thought, oh, are we getting religious all of a sudden? She's pointing to the heavens. <laughs> to God. <laughs> And then I thought, well, Marva's going to get real interesting when she has to go to heaven to talk to God. Um, I like. The, I knew that I she like was going to go in a spaceship. Or maybe not. Uh, I don't know. Is Nick Fury in a spaceship or is he in an airplane? He's in a spaceship. What's up there? He's up there in a spaceship. He's all the way up uh, at the end of Far From Home, which is the Spider-Man movie that came out um, right after Endgame. There's a clip where he's in a spaceship somewhere hanging out with like a whole bunch of scrolls. So uh, Monica is going to get up there in space with her superpowers. And she's going to I think she's going to fight Captain Marvel, I think, because you, you notice in one of those episodes, she was real sassy about when they were bringing up Captain Marvel. So I think she's going to have a little little bit of a tit a little tit for tat little little punch him That'd up be fun i didn't really like crapton marvel so i'm all i'm all for rooting for someone else did you call it crapton marvel because that's great if you i did. didn't but uh, i all should right, have that's what it's called from now on crapton marvel 
And then the second uh, post credit, which I think is the big one, because it's going to come come to fruition soon. We kind of float through the mountains and then we see a little cabin in the middle of the woods. And who's there but Wanda out there just sipping some tea. But when we cut into the house, we see astral planing Wanda reading the, the uh, Darkhold, learning more powers, which is cool because that's how Doctor Strange learned everything in his book, in his movie. Like he he like projects himself and then like while he's sleeping Doctor Strange is like reading the books so she's gonna be like powered up and super powered very soon and I think she's gonna be the eventual bad guy like kind of like the 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 like where she breaks everything but also has to fix it and maybe she can't put all the pieces back together just right and that's sort of what's gonna happen like you know it's like when you drop Humpty Dumpty off a wall and you just can't get them back together again that's what I think but it's gonna be society like do you think this is like drop society do you think this is gonna be like a a a meta commentary on our life today like she's gonna yeah because you know this last year not been the best year for all of us and this was an Uh, entire show about grief and we've all been mourning nonstop since march last year about everything because life has been terrible Mm -hmm. um and then we got this show where we're seeing someone trying to deal with marvel and she wore her quarantine sweats during that whole like first fight i will say this i i I know people out there are gonna be like oh we don't need women like in sexy costumes and i agree with that we don't need all of these superhero characters to have sexy costumes but wanda was frumpy af in that first battle. She was wearing her sad pants. <laughs> She's she like, these are my wearing... sad pants and my sad sweatshirt. It's like, you caught me off guard, Agatha. I was wearing my sad pants. How could right. you? You couldn't you could have got me when I was in my cute dress. I was in this I was wearing adorable capri pants for like four episodes. And now you got me in my sad sweats after I like killed uh, you know like 80 people and my husband hates me. Additional reason why she had to read the books and why she's going to have to do the more of the magic stuff. <laughs> the thing I've learned from our witch talk, yeah. witches have to read a lot. Yeah, you know what? There's a lot of books, there's a lot of like tomes Spell and, books yeah. and tomes, yeah. It's a lot of like yeah, ancient picture books. <laughs> That, you know, it's like uh, uh, even in Hocus Pocus, right? There was an ancient book. Yeah. They're never and they never upgrade to putting it on a Kindle. First and foremost, that's that's got to happen. I mean, clearly Bezos is a warlock himself. If if you've ever seen Jeff Bezos, he's, (laughs) he's definitely a warlock. So, I mean, get it on a Kindle. I'm sure there's like a wizardy Kindle out there that'll that'll hold all of the world's secrets, all of the magical yeah, secrets. There's like there's just going to be like a newfangled witch who like, you know, instead oh, of a broom, like, it's yeah, going like to be a, it's a, a Roomba. It's a good it's a Roomba. <laughs> oh, I like this. I like this like with it TikTok era uh, witch who's like hip, you know, parts, you have to have the, the middle part in the hair because that's the new thing. Yep. You, you know, definitely down with the proper emojis. And that's uh, all of the, mm-hmm. all in the book, all of it is is emojis. It's just different it's- emojis that, that, that read out the spell. It's like smiley face, eggplant, like, rocket ship. Eggplant and water droplets for this spell <laughs> over and over again. Eggplant water droplets. What does that mean? I got to... I have to give the bad guy a hand job? This is weird. Oh. Uh, all right. 
I guess I have to follow what the book says. Uh, being a witch is tough. <laughs> being a, the last commercials. Being a witch is tough, especially when all you have to do is re, you know read emojis. Uh, all right, are we going to rank this show? I think we need our official ranking. We're talking nine episodes. We spent a lot of our lives invested in Wanda's vision, Elizabeth Olsen's vision, Agatha Harkness's vision. So what did you think? WandaVision, final episode. What do you got? We could actually do the whole season. Do the whole oh, season. I was going to say the whole series. I would give the whole series. Um, you know, I would give it... Ultimately, even with the last episode, I give it five uh, Scarlet Witch hands fondling peaches. They're not peaches. They're peaches. They're... Maybe cantaloupes. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> um, the last episode, while I didn't think it like really was up to like the level of the other episodes, still did its job and got us, you know, ready for the next one. So I give that one maybe three out of five um, Roombas. Ooh, three, three out of five Roombas is a lot. That's yeah. good. That's good. That's uh, it's you know they're expensive a Roomba yeah. to get a good Roomba is expensive. So getting three it of is. them. It is. I have an off-brand. So what room? What is yours? <laughs> It's in Chinese. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I give this movie. I'm going to give this movie one Jimmy Woo out of one Jimmy Woo. Uh, This movie, this series. One Jimmy Woo out of one Jimmy Woo. Because overall, the series was awesome. I would say damn near flawless. The last episode did lose a little bit for me. Again, I think it was a little bit played out with the flying, you know, like space, like laser battle. And I think they rushed trying to wrap up one or two big things and leaving a whole bunch of other stuff kind of just out there, which maybe will come to play later on, but I'm going based on just this. So I'll give it one Jimmy Woo out of one Jimmy Woo, but I'm going to give this last episode, big twist here, one director douchebag out of one director douchebag because I did not I feel like this last episode for me left is gonna make me not love the series as much have you ever had that happen where mm-hmm. you get to the end and then you're like oh the the cathartic release wasn't there so like the build-up kind of like on rewatches or something kind of falls flat so yeah. I don't know Ooh. that I would revisit this show too much like I might I'll probably revisit it when the next you know Doctor Strange movies or other stuff come out uh but I think this is one good like last episode away from me being like, I'm going to rewatch this shit all the time. I think I might rewatch the early episodes maybe once because just to see if I notice things that are different or like, you know, like I notice those Easter eggs or I notice the Agatha stuff, you know, mm-hmm. um, because the same thing happened when I, the second time I watched Get Out, I was like, oh shit, I noticed so much more stuff now that I knew what the twist yeah. was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, Get Out is like, I mean, this is yeah. an insanely amazing movie. <laughs> and this is a, this, is, a, this is like a vibrator uh, commercial. <laughs> right. But, but it is the type of thing where once you knew, Agatha was doing stuff. There's it probably the things perspective of everything you're seeing. Yeah. See. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do have one question for you. Okay. That's really important. Um, <laughs> if you were a witch and you were you were gonna change into an animal and that was like the thing that you did, what animal would you change into? Oh, I would change it to a honey badger. A honey badger? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Uh, how cool does that sound? You're like zippity doo. <laughs> 
and then you're just a, a honey, honey badger. <laughs> honey badger. Uh, yeah, honey badgers are pretty badass. They're also pretty cool. Uh, the name alone, I mean, that's a pimping name. So I can walk around mm-hmm. and be like, hey, I'm honey badger. What's up? How are you doing? Uh, I don't know. I'd be a honey badger. I wouldn't go for the big obvious stuff because I feel like lions and tigers and stuff like that are it's played out first off. And oh, I guess I could could have used a nice Wizard of Oz reference there, though. Missed opportunity. <laughs> Let's edit this out and pretend like I said lions, tigers and bears. No, uh, honey badger for me. What about you? What are you going to be? So I think I would be a panda because <laughs> it was like you'd be working real hard and then you'd be like, but and I would just like roll down a hill and eat some bamboo. But people are protecting you all the time. They, you like have to sign in to go meet these things and like wear the special protective gear. So, you know, I'd probably be okay. Okay. All right. So you're a panda. What? <laughs> Panda and honey badger. You're slow. You're slowly because they always fall slowly. If you've ever seen a panda mm-hmm. fall, or like roll I just down fall a hill slowly just, off this chair, <laughs> and then just be like, <laughs> and then somebody's like, gotta help you out to even get back in the chair, and they have to be but approved. Like, so I would transform into the panda, and then uh, whoever I'm fighting would be like, oh, I can get her because she's so slow, and then he's like these like ladies would come in in their little galoshes like, uh, uh, uh. and they're like no 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 you cannot touch the pandas don't touch the panda. and then the, all the pandas. bad guys are like oh well that's fair that's you know and they're like i'll sign the waiver and they're like oh no 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 no, no. no. no thank you thank you <laughs> and then and then they go put me in my little like panda cage and i'd eat some more <laughs> you get some more bamboo and you're like oh and this is a nice day <laughs> honestly i probably wouldn't have to walk because they'd be like so like god you walk so fucking slow they just pick me up and i'd be all like hanging off oh my god Panda bears in general are are like so mismatched for the current world that they are in. It is amazing. (laughs) Like, because they are, even when you see them like being lifted, their arms don't work. Like everything is just like floppy. Yeah, they're like, they're like moody toddlers. And that is what I want to (laughs) be. I'm like, I don't want to (laughs) go. Please, somebody else save me. Um, well, I mean, that's it. We did it. WandaVision series finale. We now know who the best witches are. We now know what type of animal Virginia would be. Which, if you guys ever met Virginia, there's she's like 50% panda and 50% like viper so just be careful which side of that coin you get because the panda is great but it comes attached to a viper and i love both sides uh and we we uh we learned a lot about grief we learned about life and loss it's okay to allow your kids to die alone in their beds while you're downstairs getting your last you know little bit of love whatever that may be that's totally fine according to wanda it's also okay to kidnap people's children randomly and not allow them to see their families or see their parents and force those parents to uh, cosplay your favorite TV shows for weeks. It's also okay to shoot at children. Actually, that one's not okay. Don't shoot at any children or else a black woman will turn into a ray of light and slow that bullet down, which is good. That's a good thing. So again, we've learned a lot. Oh, we've also learned that uh, for the first time ever, thanks to WandaVision, the bad thing happens to be white. We've got Vision. We've got Director Hayward. Usually not the case, but this time the white people were the bad guys. So yay! Yay! (laughs) For WandaVision. Any final thoughts before we get out of here? Nobody puts Jimmy Woo in the barn. (laughs) Flourish. All right. Uh, Guys... (laughs) 
don't, don't forget to subscribe uh, to this podcast and hang out because we're going to be watching more movies. We've got Sister Act 2 coming out soon. We've got Gremlins coming out soon. And also, we're going to start up watching The Falcon and Bucky show. I think it's called like The Falcon and Winter Soldier, but I'm calling it The Black Guy and the Bucky show. And it's going to be starring, uh, uh, God, I don't even know their names. It's Anthony Mackie. Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan. Uh, and it's going to be awesome. We're going to do the same thing. We're going to talk about the episodes. We're going to watch them. We're going to try and find funny things about them. And we might have some guests and we definitely will be doing some improv based on those episodes coming up soon. So stick with us. Subscribe for that in two weeks. So get ready. Also, just check us out in general. You can follow us on Instagram at Theater Greater Than Film. You can check us out on Facebook uh, at TGTF Show. It's TGTF all the damn time. Come hang out. Anything else before we go? I hope the Falcon and Winter Soldier is kind of like Rush Hour. (laughs) In that... Uh, there are just constant racial Asian jokes happening to one or both. Well, of the no, characters. they can't be Asian because there's not there's not an Asian. It'd just be it'd just be the the two guys there. So it would just be even more awkward if there was like Asian. Jokes. Yeah. <laughs> You're like wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a white guy from Brooklyn. What the heck is this about? <laughs> like, what and like, you you're not Jackie Chan. <laughs> I thought we were getting Jackie Chan. Hey guys, hmm. t- pause. Time out. Where's Jackie Chan? I need some kung fu kicks. Uh, I do. I do hope that it's like rush hour, or you know, it feels very buddy cop ish. It feels, you know, there's there's a definite Beverly Hills Cop. To, ooh, see, I love it, but I and I love Anthony Mackie, but I don't know if he's got that. Eddie Murphy has that very particular swag that I feel like Anthony Mackie can't do. Sorry, Anthony. I, I don't. I don't know. Maybe you can. I don't know. Well, I'm glad you said it felt buddy cop because that when I watched the trailer, I was like, this straight up feels buddy cop. Yeah, yeah. There's like there. Everybody. It's all bad. Answer, right? Like, even in the craziest situation, everyone's like, ha, 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 you got your ass kicked. You know, so I'm ready for that. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, Rush Hour oh. 2, <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. I'm going to keep doing that joke until it lands. Um, <laughs> all right, that's it. Are we done? We're done. Bye, everybody. Until bye. next time. And bye-bye, Wanda. You're a terrible person. <laughs> <laughs>